Hi teachers, in this episode I'm going to teach you four ways that you can manage hyper or highly active children in your classroom. So I know that you've got a couple of kids in your class that have got ants in their pants and I'm willing to put money on it that almost always they're boys. Uh, one of the realities is, is in classrooms we've always got kids that have a lot more energy than the rest of the class. They find it hard to sit still, they find it hard to do quiet activities and it feels like perhaps that you spend most of your time managing these very hyperactive or very energetic kids. Now whether they have been diagnosed with ADHD or whether they're just energetic kids, I'm going to give you a few strategies on how you can support them, how you can help them and hopefully get them them to be a lot more settled in the classroom. One of the first things you've got to do is you've got to teach children who are highly active, they have a natural inclination for movement. They have a natural inclination for activity. What you've got to do is you've got to spend time teaching them how to self-regulate. One of the uh, downfalls of the technological age that we have is because so many children spend their recreational activity being uh, I guess entertained or enthralled by some kind of technology with a screen or a, a television or an iPad or a computer. The problem with those kinds of devices is that it does settle children down in the moment but it actually doesn't teach them how to self-regulate. It settles them because it draws their attention into an activity and it activates certain parts of the brain that actually calms them down movement wise but it doesn't actually teach them how to self-regulate. Their ability to actually quiet themselves is significantly diminished and this is why so many kids are coming into classrooms now with the inability to actually sit still or to focus for long periods of time and so what you've got to do is teach quiet self-regulation. So one of the things that I do in all of my classes is I have uh, times during the day where they have to do quiet activities. This is usually at the start of every session, when they first come into the classroom at the beginning of the day and when they first come into the classroom after lunch or after morning tea. I have five to ten minutes where they have to do a quiet uh, individual activity, whether it's reading, whether it's drawing, whether it's uh, some kind of mental maths, but whatever it is, it has to be a simple individual activity and what it's doing is it's teaching them self-regulation. It's teaching them that they can do activities that are not energetic. They can do activities that actually don't require any talking at all. And the more you do this, the more they will learn to self-regulate. They will learn to be okay with the uncomfortableness of silence. And that's a big thing. A lot of kids are very uncomfortable with silence. And so we have to teach them. So give them regular opportunities for quiet activity that is individual, that is focused and they will build their capacity for self-regulation. The second thing that you need to do is you need to manage attention spans in your classroom. Uh, often when we teach we we design lessons and we design um, activities that stretch out over long periods of time but one of the things you have to recognize is that most children have an attention span of their age plus three minutes so for let's say a prep class you've got a detention span of five plus three minutes so the longest you can expect them to focus for is eight minutes 
And some of you are trying to do lessons that span for 20 minutes, 30 minutes long, and you're wondering why they get restless. What you have to do is break it into segments of eight minutes and then change the activity, either change the pace, change the focus, change the location, whatever it is. And if you constantly change uh, with their attention span, what you will find is you will keep them engaged for longer periods of time. Because as soon as you change the mode of learning, you reset the clock and you get another eight minutes. If you ask them to do one mode of learning for a stretched out period of time, 30 minutes, 40 minutes, you're going to find it becomes harder and harder. Now, with kids who have ADHD or kids that have some kind of learning difficulty or maybe they just lack a significant amount of self-regulation, you may find that their attention span is their age minus three minutes. So for some of our preps and our grade ones, you're talking like three minutes they can concentrate for before they start to lose focus and you've got to be aware of this and be able to adapt and differentiate for that and help them to increase their capacity over time many of them will not be able to concentrate. And even your teenagers, you might have a 13 year old, well, he can only concentrate for 10 minutes sometimes. And so you've got to adapt your lesson and your modes of learning to account for their attention span. The third thing that we need to do for active kids, highly active kids, is give them opportunity to move. Give them breaks in which they can be physical, that they can interact kinesthetically. If you are asking them to sit still, sit quietly and, and work quietly all of the time, they're gonna get restless. You know, I, I have an ADHD son myself and I've worked with a lot of kids that have ADHD and one of the things that they describe is they feel like they need to jump out of their skin. There is this buzz inside of them that they can't control, they can't contain, that they they need to move because they don't know how else to cope with this energy that's inside of them. We need to recognize that and we need to give them opportunities to move. So if they're getting restless, if they're active kids, send them for a toilet break, send them for a drink break. If you can see them getting restless, don't wait for them to get off task. Just say, hey, it looks like you need a toilet break. Go quickly, you've got 60 seconds, then come back. Start your lessons with a run around the oval. Get your class active active or moving because they have to sit for such long periods of time. Have a point in your lesson where they can actually get up and they can move. Use things like a ball. If you've got Q&A time, throw a ball to them. They have to catch it before they answer. It's physical activity. Use activities where they get to stand, sit, move from the carpet, move to the table. Lots of physical motion will help with these energetic kids uh, to actually deal with the internal struggle that they have of keeping their energy under control. And fourthly, you need to teach them mindfulness. So um, the act of mindfulness or the act of just, you know, whether you call it meditation or just quiet time or quieting yourself is something that needs to be learned and it needs to be practiced. Most adults are not good at mindfulness, let alone kids. And so we need to create opportunities where they can practice that in the classroom. I like to finish my days with a quiet routine which calms them down. It might be that I'm reading a story to them and they're just sitting on the floor practicing silence. I get them to do things like class their fingers because clasping your fingers and crossing your legs actually helps to quiet your body down. I teach them breathing exercises if they're particular and particularly energetic. We, we, we do uh, exercises in the classroom, breathe in through your nose, hold it, breathe out through your mouth and teach them mindfulness activities that will help them to learn self-regulation over the long term. Remember, we are teaching 
adults. We're teaching the future adults, and if we don't teach them how to manage the uh, restlessness inside of themselves, how to be mindful, how to be self-regulating, they will grow up into adults and teenagers that don't know how to do it, and that can be more damaging and more detrimental to their future. So don't scold, don't reprimand kids that are energetic or find it hard to sit still. Understand that many of them struggle with an internal energy that's very hard to regulate, but they need your support and they need your help to understand themselves, to be able to manage themselves and to be able to get through their day with as much focus and as much attention as they can muster. Thanks so much for watching. I hope you got a ton of value out of that episode. Don't forget to comment and let us know what you thought or if you have specific topics you'd like us to cover, let us know in the comments and make sure you share and like if you know that somebody else will enjoy the content that we're producing. Until next time, I'm Tarun Stevenson for Karma Classrooms. <laughs>